0: The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Hey man, English motherfucker. And hey, you ain't no real fucking cop. Fucking puto motherfucker. Oh, you know what? I'm tired of motherfuckers calling us fake. Well, what's up then, bitch? Hey, no, the Back the fuck up. I'm you and your motherfucker face. Back the fuck up.
1: Keep blasting. Keep blasting.
0: B Fab done playing around. Center of the ring. B Fab into the cover with Hit Row looking on. B Fab picks up the win. So we get that do we? we don't count Jensen off that boat. Mo- a distraction, open the door for Eichner, and Eichner now double under a suplex off the top rope into the cover, hook of the leg. This has to be it, and Imperium picks up a victory. Here are your winners, Imperium. Trick Williams. He Oops. said, oh, he said he had the gifted gab and the gifted jab. He doesn't seem a jab yet, those kicks are pretty devastating. Walk-to-walk, talk-to-talk. He cuts <laughs> wrecking that snub right now. Greg Williams and Kilburn are harder edge for Carmelo. Oh, Duke. Oh, Duke to pay the price. Said no more holding back. Turn it done inside out with a clothesline. Wagner back in control. This matchup just caught Knight and up and down goes Knight center of the ring. And up goes Maverick. And down with a little northern grip. Holland again, impressive on NXT 2.0. Here is your winner, Ridge Holland. Get it! He loves it! Loves competition, he craves it! Julius loves it! And oh! What has Malcolm Bibbins found in The Creed oh, these Brothers? These two are absolutely sadistic. Julius again, just hoisting up, planning. And then, well, Barrett loves this. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, the oh, unnecessary oh. clothesline. One, two, three. Oh. Brutality once again. Here are your winners, Julius and Brutus, The Creed Brothers. <laughs> Gone for the bell! I think I knew who it is. Did everything breaking down right now. Oh! It's Mandy Rose, she's back! It's a miracle! And she's more beautiful than ever! Jane trying to interfere. Oh, and Carter took her eye off of Rose. And Rose with a knee under the jaw. Rose into the cover. The oh, Rose to the promised land. Here are your winners, the team of JC Jane, G.T. Dolan, and Mandy Rose. Oh, that is in big trouble here. Whoa. Look at the strength of Breaker. Holy cow! Oh my god! Power slam! Cover! That's a huge victory! What did we just see? The Ron Riker! <laughs> never taking his eyes off of Tampa for one second and now going! Whoa. Yes. But he didn't take his eyes off that right now. Superplex! Superplex! There goes Wagner, Wagner now, to pick up the scraps. He's gonna steal it. This could be Wagner's moment on his first night, into the cover. Hook of the leg, and Champa breaks things up. Wow. And now it's Champa taking care of Wagner. Dungeon's been isolated, fury tail ending center of the ring. Champa into the cover, hook of the leg. We have a new NXT champion. Here's the winner, the new NXT champion.
1: Home. Keep I, I oh. keep, <gasps> keep, keep
0: Do Oh, you know what? I'm tired of motherfuckers calling us fake.
2: welcome to the pwc tuesday night i don't have a fucking clue night because let's be fair after watching nxt tonight i do not have a clue what to think but i'm your host jimmy t and my usual co-host is sexy he's kevin he's panetta what's lacking my friend what's going on man
3: what's up jimmy t this is the panetta sexy time 2.0 straight out of nickelodeon Ooh. straight out of straight uh-huh. out of NXP bright as opposed to AEW dark what a what
2: a, <laughs> what a reboot what a reboot! well you know what man is this quite possibly the light version of dark if you get my drift
3: <laughs>
2: really?
3: well, all these guys belong on
2: Promote what all of them belonged on TV. They always can uh, wrestle safe. Very safe. Very safe indeed. And, and I couldn't help but notice that this show was very safe just in the presentation. Or was it messy? I'm not quite sure. I'm not talking about the soccer player. I'm talking about just a mess. I mean, whoever fucking came up with this shit, and I can't help but point to fucking Bruce Pritchard. I don't know why. I can just see that being his own creation. I mean, why? why? What's with the fucking? What's with the fucking kitty fucking? Uh, water fucking base colors, bro. Dude, I'm fine with it. It's something different. Uh, I know people
3: say AEW had the paint flash scheme first. That's a basic color scheme.
2: It's it's different. It's new. Um, right. I, it is a basic. It. It's a watercolor ba- uh, fucking theme, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Dynamite. AEW didn't fucking- invent
3: watercolors, people. All
2: right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. When A W came
3: too, people uh, complained that they had actually was a basic like, uh, basic font and background from like, the pro basic like Photoshop programs and stuff too. They were making fun of A W at that time too. Now they're making fun of W V e for a moving more advanced version of it. You know, like, just, just enjoy the show.
1: Cool. Man.
2: If that's what well, you no,
3: want it to. Like, call it it was like animated, it was like moving, it wasn't just there, like, with, with, well, it was moving, that's all I'm going to meant by more. Well, well,
2: yeah, that's true, that's true, it was moving, whereas this, someone took a fucking, someone, look, you know what, I can't help but think, Kev, right, I can picture yeah. Triple H being on his knees, <laughs> right, you know, and he's green and gold, pointing his fucking fingers at fucking, at the green and gold fucking brand, and then you had Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard as Brother Love, you know. ah, love you. Right. And fucking took a bukkake all over fucking Triple H and the whole of NXT, bro. And this is what we've got, man. Because I hate looking at the ring post, just seriously. Someone fucking just came all over it, dude, seriously
3: that's the least important thing we're getting good wrestling it's setting up uh this is making more of the wb style star so it makes more sense for them we're trying to get away from aew as all at all possible they had some new guys that looked like decent already that already are bigger than they would have been on the old nxt like bronson uh Rick steiner or uh bron reicher Bron breaker whatever his name is Oh,
2: what a fucking silly name dude
3: yeah, terrible name but if he went by his real name it would have been cooler but he, he's already like I could see him go to the main roster already you know, he only had one appearance uh, And it, I think a, uh, NXT before was a uh, was a like a breeding territory for AEW wrestling and now it looks like it's a breeding territory for and Bruce Prichard like. for Bukaki for Bukkaki yeah, wrestling for Elmo Splooge ooh <laughs>
2: Elmo Splooge <laughs>
3: NXT, taste the
2: rainbow. Yeah, baby. I mean, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a solid show. Well, yeah, well, look, man. Like I was saying to you off the air, like, I don't know what the fuck to think. I am a big fucking fan of uh, Rick Steiner's son. I'm not going to lie. I think he's going to be a killer dude. Anything only thing is, when like holding him a cross eyed, Freak, whatever the fuck you called him. I couldn't help but fucking think he's right. And then, uh, I wish they, uh,
3: they, they, they said Dog gremlin on commentary, too, so why not just give him the Steiner name?
2: Right, I, I don't understand, and why not just give him the woo,
3: woo, woo. I was waiting for
2: that, I was, that would have been so cool, I was waiting for that. Oh, man, why fucking give it to the fucking poor kid, he's a big kid, though. He does kind of look like his dad, no, no doubt about it.
3: Yeah, I wonder if it's a thing about rights. If,
2: uh, if he doesn't want to be called like Rex
3: Steiner, because then, like, if he leaves there one day, miss McMahon owns that name. Maybe that's why they changed it to Braun Breaker.
2: You know well, what you mean? If, well, the truth is, once he does leave this fucking Bukaki fucking NXT 2.0, right? Yeah, he will fucking use his actual name. I mean, definitely. seriously, definitely. So, Maybe
3: I mean, that's why I didn't want to use it now. Look, Steiner is not his real name; it's Rex Steiner. So you might not be able to go by. Yeah. it.
2: Know, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know how how it works with him, but I'm sure, like you know, his uncle and his daddy would fucking still be able to use Steiner, obviously outside of WWE. Well, that's because they used it before
3: WWE. Right. Uh, Bronson Steiner did not. This is his first gig.
2: True, and I'm I'm kind of. St- yeah true no, no doubt about it man and oh, look man I, like i said i want to I'll, I'll give it another chance it, it didn't like st- it struck me as fucking a uh, not stroke sorry uh, wrong thing Bukaki stroking i mean geez <laughs> someone definitely stroked their fucking flexi lexi all over the fucking performance in that's for sure but in saying that let's get into the show bro we have sure? our number one a teaser aired to hype up the fatal four-way for the NXT Championship. The intro teaser included words from each of the wrestlers involved in the match. During Night's promo, he met an over-razor wrestler named Bron Breaker. I want to know who the fuck came up with braun Breaker. Is this a fucking spoof on Braun Strowman? That oh, is, is, is a terrible a, name. That is the worst. The worst fucking win. name.
3: He won me over right away, though. He's, he's cool. I like him, but that is a shit-ass name.
2: Well, to be fair, he was at least color-coded and color-coordinated <laughs> with the show. And he was wearing his daddy's old fucking trunks from back in the late 80s. I, I like that throwback. I kind of wish he stole more of his of his uncle's stuff. Scott Steiner, it, it worked for him. Absolutely, man. I mean, maybe he can become the big booty daddy in the future. Yeah, the Cause he's a big boy, the big dog face gremlin, <laughs> the big dog face Pukaki, man. Nah, no, no, look, <laughs> in all honesty, man, he's he's he should be a star. I mean, I, I can't see him not being a star. Yeah, same here. Even his mic work was solid for
3: a first time ever out there. He uh in the ring. Well, I guess we'll I'll wait till we get to there.
2: Oh well, the new NXT theme by Wale is. Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and Beth Phoenix checked in from the commentary table. I couldn't help but notice the way Beth Phoenix... Actually, all three of them, dude. They almost wanted to laugh at this shit, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But um, anyway, we move to match number one between LA Knight versus Bron Breaker, aka Bronson Um Bron took down Knight with a clothesline, headlock, and shoulder block. Breaker worked on Knight with back suplexes. Knight gained control after tackle after a tackle and neck breaker then breaker. That was weird. Neck breaker and then saying breaker staggered knight with an elbow and a series of lariatos. Breaker hit knight with a belly to belly uh belly to belly suplex. Knight came back with a knee, breaker deadlifted knight into a military press, into a power slam for a clean win, and bronze Breaker which is so fucking retarded, I said it, defeated LA Knight via pinfall in around three minutes and 41 seconds. I mean, is this a bit of a burial? Well, once I saw this match, I thought
3: there could have been one of two things. This is to surprise us when LA Knight wins it, or he's getting drafted in October, so they don't give a shit about him right now.
4: Uh,
3: I I think he's getting drafted this early. They know he's main roster ready. They're trying to be younger in NXT anyway. And he's like a uh, not an indie guy, but he was a TNA guy. So they're going to try him out in the main roster, is what my opinion is there. But it was also made mm. his character look dumb as shit taking this yep. match when he had a title match later on the night, which I did not get that booking at all from a character standpoint or uh, a formatting of the show standpoint either.
2: Well, yeah, obviously you could tell that Vincent fucking. Pritchard of fucking running things because neither did I. I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on, and that's your normal WWE standard fucking television program, dude. Not but since Bronson, uh, Bron
3: Breaker was, was new and cool, like that uh, didn't make us be upset about it. Like, oh, that's it's cool. We're pushing a new guy. We like him. He's got the family heritage. He actually wrestled like his dad a little bit too. It was a little throwback, old school. I liked it a lot.
2: Definitely, man. I mean, he's one of the better fucking second-generation wrestlers out there right now. That's for sure, bro. Oh,
3: and he had the, uh, the shout-out to Scott Steiner, too, with the uh, the sirens in his theme song. I didn't even – I didn't notice that. Really? Yeah, the sirens going
2: off. It was pretty cool. And then his song was okay, too. Damn, I never noticed that, man. I mean, I wasn't actually watching it really loud, to be fair. And usually I do because i got got to kill this surround sound system, but I was just playing it off the television, right? So now, uh, damn! I wanted to hear that. Was it legitly like the proper, you know, Scott Steiner sort of sirens?
3: Yeah, definitely. That's the first thing yeah. I noticed. Then the he uh, has a different song, but it it went from the sirens then banged into his song.
2: Damn, pretty cool. When they look back into that man, well, he's impressive, no doubt about it, man. I mean, things are looking up for him, definitely. But Bronson Breaker, where the fuck his name is? Bron Breaker, LeBron Breaker, I don't know what the fuck Breaker. The way
3: you said I mean, it, Bronson Breaker sounds better than Baker, honestly.
2: Maybe. Right. I, I mean, it's true. I mean, this is definitely Vince coming up with his fucking senile brain of his right now, coming up with his fucking name saying, yeah, I like it.
3: <laughs> like, I don't seriously. know. Breaker's a meathead. He might have thought of it himself. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it looks like I'm a cooler, That's what I mean. It looks like a cooler Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> Ooh.
2: You already no, destroyed a the key.
3: Much cooler, much, much better, much more charismatic, better in the ring already than Mojo Raleigh ever was, too.
2: Damn, dude. The fact that you even compared him to fucking Mojo fucking Jabrali, right? (laughs) I mean, seriously, I can't stand that, dude. And I think fucking Bronson Breaker, Bronson fucking whatever, uh, Bron Breaker, Bron fucking Leg Breaker, I don't know what the fuck Breaker, you know what I mean? You could call him even Brit Breaker. Get it? (laughs) But anyway. The point is he's good man just lose the name for crying out loud someone fucking give this kid his fucking name like you said we am going to say this about
3: superstars too how many guys were like that guy's good but the name fucking sucks
2: yeah i mean there's plenty dude <laughs> like Shh. you and there's a few right here too dude coming up right, like next in match number 2 between imperium fabian how do you pronounce his fucking last name? Ackner. and Eichner. Yeah, acna right? And Marcel Barthel. Like, seriously? Marcel Barthel. Honestly. <laughs> Versus Josh <laughs> Briggs and Brooks Jensen. First of all, before I continue, there's too many fucking Brooks, Bronsons, Bronze fucking whatever the fuck. Too many Bs for my liking. Do you know who uh, Brooks Jensen is? brooks jensen i do know who he is but it's not fucking coming back to me right now but i know the name not that name bulba cannon son yes that's right bulby cannon son i knew that i knew that yeah. it just wasn't coming to me and i heard that on the you know shout out to the Hamin peeps where you can actually find me tomorrow night on light the fuse yes i said it lighting light the fuse but anyway yeah, man. I mean, I'm surprised Bull Buchanan's got a freaking kid. But you know what, man? He kind of looks like his daddy. But I think, to be fair, I mean, Bull didn't really have any careers, man. Really, the kid doesn't look any special. I don't know. That's just me, bro. Yeah, they look and At least give him a tag name or something. I hate him when there's just two guys
3: thrown together. Unless they're right. two jobbers, but they look like they want to a team and uh, actually be something in the division. Give them a team. Give them a gimmick, you know. Don't just well, dress like you're wearing your tidy whiteies.
2: Oh, shit. Well, anyway, Briggs and Jensen got an inset promo. Akner took down Jensen with a lariat. Jensen came back with a power slam. Briggs tagged in, and Briggs and Jensen took down Akner with a shoulder block. Barthel tags in and took down Briggs with an arm drag. Briggs comes back with a body slam and standing splash. Barthel recovered and hits Briggs with a chest chop. Barthel then hits Briggs with a snap mare, which I haven't seen in a while, actually, and, ru- and a running penalty kick. Akna tagged in and Pirim gave Briggs a double drive-by drop kick. Briggs tags in Jensen after hitting Akna with a back suplex. Then Jensen tags in again and hit Akna with a se- with several body slams. The commentary team noted that Jensen's only 20 years old. Jensen got a two count on Akna with a small package. Jensen went high risk, but Akna recovered and got on top on the top rope to drop Jensen with a butterfly suplex. Akna picked up the pinfall over Jensen. Imperium defeats Brooke Jensen and Josh Briggs via pinfall in, again, about roughly just under four minutes. And uh, I can't help but think... So far, I mean, yes, Imperium won. But does it feel like, um, you yeah, know, let's fucking throw every everything that Triple H fucking, you know, sort of built and just throw them straight into the rubbish bin or am I tripping here?
3: I was worried about that too when this match started. I thought it was going to be like, uh-oh, LA Knight lost the first match. Imperium's going to lose this one. Is it just going to be all the new guys beating all the Triple H guys? And, like, thank God it wasn't like that. Uh, Imperium bid win, and I actually think, I know Imperium's good in the ring, but to be honest, right. they're really boring. They've been known to be boring yeah. and this, made them, this match made them look more better than ever. It got me more interested in them because I know they're going to put on good matches, but they did show a little more personality and they won quick. So this is like the yeah, more, true. this is like the most dominant and like the first time I actually got into them, you know, cause I, I care well, about character. I just care about character work. Absolutely.
2: He, well, I've been a fan of fucking Imperium even before WWE I mean when they were da Ringkampf mm-hmm. back in Europe and I think they're a great sort of team they're very German looking which kind of annoys me for some reason no offense to all the German peeps out there but I'm just saying you know what I mean when your name is fucking Hans or something like that I don't know man <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying but uh you know. Yeah, I, I I didn't know them Sorry? beforehand. To me, they were just—I didn't
3: know him beforehand, like you did before NXT uh, right. UK. So I, I just knew them as like two boring guys that were just really good wrestlers. Well, where's um, where's Volta lately? United States, or his contract could be coming up. I'm not sure about that.
2: Damn, don't say that because I can see Vince really lucky. He could be one of the biggest freaking heels on the main roster, dude figuratively and like literally you know what I mean
3: yeah absolutely and
2: um damn man but you know what in saying that Kev you saying that I can also picture him in AEW as well dude he'd kill it there he killed there. absolutely absolutely he should kill it there you'd think I mean, he's a machine, dude. He might look unassuming, but he's a tough motherfucker, man. Definitely. I just heard
3: rumors that he doesn't want to move to the United States full time. uh, He's got to figure that out. He doesn't like the USA? Well, he's got a family. You know, it's it's far. It's a different
2: lifestyle. I get you. Well, yeah. Well, if you're coming from like, you know, Austria or Germany, whatever the fuck, I guess that would be different. You know what I mean? It'd be easier for someone like me, for example, to move to the States because our cultures are practically the same if you get my drift. i but- will lose that
3: free health care for his family if he comes here.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Jeez, you said it, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fuck, it's, that's uh, facts, though. It's true.
3: It is what it is. <laughs> and I have to give a shout-out that uh, Wade Barrett did a good job putting over uh, Brooks Jensen in this match too. With that line you said too, they're like he's only twenty years old. Wade Barrett like said, when I started my career, I was only twenty six, and I felt like I was young. And this guy's only twenty. He did a really good job, like putting over how uh, good he is for his age.
2: Well, I mean, hey, nothing to write home about, in my opinion. But yeah, they're all right so far, so good. I mean. But we well, get hit bro. Sorry, well, sorry.
3: Sorry, sorry, so commentary is usually so bad. I just like to shout out when they actually put somebody over. I was more shouting out Wade Barrett there than uh, Brooks Jensen.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know they're getting produced big time now that Vince and Bruce is in the back.
3: Nah, I doubt Bruce. I, th- I don't think they even talked to Wade Barrett that much about it. I don't think he gets as many notes as the main roster shows.
2: Yeah, hey, Maybe not as many, but I don't know. It all depends. I mean – We do get the vibe that this is not like the third brand anymore. It does feel like developmental again, no doubt about it. That's just my opinion, you know what I mean? And that's what sort of takes away from the show a little bit for me, only because we were used to getting, you know, a pretty stacked NXT show every week, you know? Yeah, the only thing
3: that's going to uh, keep this show intriguing is when these guys roster and make it, which is what killed the last NXT the guys weren't main roster in Vince's eyes. Ready, they were too indie. So, like, if these guys, like Bronson, goes up, if bro, the that the uh, the, what are those tag team guys' names again? The uh, the the amateur wrestlers from uh the Diamond Mind. If they go up and they're good, if they keep building new stars, then the show will be all right, and people will want to keep watching it. If it's just developmental and all young guys, and there's no nothing built out of it, then I, I think the
2: show will die. Well, do, do you know what the ratings was for the for the show last night? I think they only – uh,
3: that that won't be out for another day or two, I think, the ratings for uh, last night's show.
2: Okay. Oh, well, interesting. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. I've got a feeling that it's going to be oh, – I probably have a bit of a number because people are interested. Damn it, I need to sneeze. And I can't sneeze. I'm like 750,000, i guess. That's a lot, dude.
3: Yeah, people were intrigued. That's the most like the eyes have been on this brand in a long time for a, a Wednesday or a Tuesday show.
2: Well, you know what? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You've been pretty spot on lately, fucking Kev, man, with the rating predictions. For example, how we'll talking about Raw on the Monday Night Machismo, which you can find right here on the PWC network and hitting the marks. Podcast network, just quietly. But uh, you did say like a 1.6 to 1.8. And what do you know? They got a 1.6. Yep. So maybe you're right again, dude, for fucking NXT Bukaki. It's
3: those inside sources in my Bukaki Central.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bukaki Central. God damn it. <laughs> well, the performance center is definitely Bukaki Central, Kev. <laughs> oh, uh, Big Ray
3: said they're not allowed to call it the Capitol uh, Wrestling Center anymore. That's like Why mandated not? down. I don't know. I didn't get an oh. answer, but uh, shout out to Big Ray Hernandez on that one for the,
2: breaking that for me. Absolutely a big shout out to Big Ray Hernandez, who fucking gave me a few shout outs. So it's at least we can do is give him some shout outs back, man. <laughs> so hello at your frog, bro. <laughs> but anyway... We move on to match number three. Or actually, before I move on to match number uh, number three, we do get a hit row making you know the entrance. Hit
4: row, hit Ugh. row.
2: Where does that sound familiar, Kev? <laughs> when you fucked up on the uh, the pre run through. <laughs> anyway, hit row makes the entrance. These guys take themselves way too serious in a way. I, I like them. Don't get me wrong. But what's the chick's name again, dude? Now she's B Fab. What was she before that? Brianna something. Brianna something. I forget. So she's B Fab. Does that? I mean, yeah. what does that mean? Is it Bukaki Fab or like what's her? She, ah, what's she a said. Deal, you know what I mean?
3: I read today what the B stands for too. I, I forget. It's something something lame.
2: Fabulous bitch. I mean, just saying. Well, speaking of fabs, we do get match number three between B Fab with, with Isaiah Scott, Ashanti the Adonis, and Top Dollar versus Katarina Cortez. Fab cornered Cortez and hit her with a few boots. The pitching pitcher showed Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland warming up backstage. Cortez fended off Fab with boots. Fab swatted away Cortez with a boot. I mean, Cortez went for a dive. Fab picked up the win after a neck breaker. So we get B-Fab defeating Katarina Cortez via pinfall in around about a minute and 18 seconds. What's with all those short matches so far, man?
3: It's more WWE style and it's more protecting these young guys, uh, not to expose them yet. And uh, B-Fab kind of was exposed here a little bit too. It was a little sloppy. Yeah, she's uh, not that good, dude. Not yet. She's going to keep doing short matches until uh, – she gets better. She's got the good look. She's got the athletic background. She's got charisma. Uh, now she's got to learn to wrestle.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. School, thought. Hey, who would have thought? I mean, seriously, learn how to wrestle, girl. Then maybe you'll be fab.
3: Yeah, I like Hit Row a lot, though. I'm just not feeling Adonis on him. I think he's like uh, – I'm just not feeling Adonis. I like Top Dollar. I like Swerve, and I like B-Fab.
2: <laughs> B-Fab, like B-Real. Be rabbit. She's like, yeah, and be rabbit. There's a lot of fucking famous bees out there, but I guess she wants to be fabulous. I get it, (laughs) right? We get it. They all get it, but nothing beats Bukaki fabulous. That's just me. (laughs) But anyway, sorry. I know. Yeah, well, that's what she's gonna get, mate. I mean, whoops, did I say that? I mean, that's what I'm gonna call her. So anyway, (laughs) Fab takes the mic and said that. <laughs> they look like zombies doing it too it's like hey, bro. you know what i mean like <laughs> no. they always leave... do the crowd oh, man nah i'm talking about actually them like the actual crew like row. that is right you i don't know, know what are you doing do
3: with... down on the streets, son you ain't from the streets in philly they oh, look cool
2: please Maybe they I'm from the little... you ain't got no in Australia,
4: bro?
2: <laughs> dude trust me there's fucking hoods in Australia, believe it or not. <laughs> but well, the can- kangaroos, wearing,
3: kangaroos wearing bandanas or something?
2: Bro, are you serious, um, man? Haven't you seen the, the fucking creeps and bloods of fucking down kangaroo down sports, bro? <laughs> Hit bro, Tiny Dar- kangaroo bro. downs. <laughs> <laughs> that's the crew, bro. Tiny kangaroo downs, bro. Those motherfuckers don't fuck around. Damn. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Especially they got their fucking, <laughs> they've got their AKs, they got their fucking, <laughs> their Glocks in their pouches, bro. I they, they need, I'm telling you, dude, they can fucking feed all sorts of shit down there, including their Joey's. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on from K-Roo's, right? That, that'd be their rap name, you know what I mean? k But Fab takes the mic and said that people be saying that B-Fab can't do it in the ring damn girl you still can't do it in the ring i'm sorry just, that's right just, they were correct be fab but you'll get there with faith you'll get there with Bukakis. you'll get there definitely anyway <laughs> she said all of Hit hero can do this it's <laughs> don't blame me kev i don't want to be saying that word all the time but when when i see 2.0 and freaking rainbows and like you know splatter everywhere literally <laughs> i mean god what else can i think But anyway, B-Fab can't do it in the ring. She said, all of Hit Row can do this. Mm, Yeah, only a fucking swerve can, in my opinion. Fab was about to cut a promo about Legado Del Fantasma, who I'm a big fan of, by the way, and was cut off by Legado's entrance theme. Sorry, Kev? Santos is a star. Absolutely, bro. I like them all. What what trips me out, dude, is that one of them was the... was formerly known as dj or what was it? ion whatever the what the fuck his name was from fucking impact yeah and then dj zion zion Zion. yeah that's yeah dj z formerly known as zion it trips me out dude he's not he's
3: not even mexican from california
2: (laughs) i know well technically he's filipino background dude okay filipino yeah so he's not even mexican or fucking latino or hispanic for that matter He's got a good look, though. He's got a good look. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, anyway, Legado da Fantasma made the entrance with Electra Lopez holding the mic. Lopez changed hey, that. Who's well,
3: that? Well, well, the what Mex- is it? The Mexican, the Mexican Carmen Santiago? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what everyone's calling it, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the hat. It's the hat. hat? <laughs> Don't tell me you'd buy that for a dollar, Kev. I just said Nuh-uh. it. <laughs> Nah, not uh, tonight there was more uh
3: more will uh, better clients tonight
2: <laughs> oh, better pros- well, you're clients. A, well you're a fucking cock tease aren't you kev i just wanted to say the mexican me? carmen san diego line <laughs> everyone's saying that man but i used to love that game just quietly but that was back in the day good game <laughs> that was funny. but anyway it was definitely well Anyway, actually, Lopez holding the mic. Lopez challenged Fab to a fight and said she doesn't need a pipe this time to shut Fab's mouth, bitch. But anyway, what pipe? It's a microphone, not a pipe. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. Fab says she's down because she wants to see Lopez work without tools for once. I wonder what tools she means. B-Fab wanted to fight now. Lopez was about to enter the ring but was blocked off by Santos Escobar, this, and then the segment just ends. Whoopee. That was a bit weird to me, but I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, it's
3: just setting up stuff for the future. Um, I mean, they got to continue that feud. Um, I like both factions.
2: Right. Oh, well, like I said, man, I'm a huge fan of fucking Legardo del Fantasma, but as far as the hit row fucking, which reminds me of Skid Row, which is not a pleasant place in California, but... Like I said, who am I to judge?
3: No, it's based off of Death Row, Death Row Records. I know,
2: I know, I know. I was going to say that. I, don't worry. I know that. But I wanted to call him Skid Row because <laughs> all, I, he, all I see is Skids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, bro. They're not. They're nothing like Death Row. You know what I mean? Where's Suge Knight when you need him, bro? Is that Adonis? Top Doll is trying to look like Suge Knight. And then who's
3: Park? Isaiah Swerve? Well, he's, no, he's like a Travis Scott. It's like a
2: new age uh, oh. death,
4: death row. He's oh, trying to
2: Oh, man. Jesus Christ. I like fucking Travis Scott, but seriously, yeah, death row material. But I'm but guessing we that's need
3: where to- he picked the death from, too, because he's got the Travis Scott look,
2: like for Swerve Scott. Right, right. But where's fucking the dog pound at, bro? DPG. <laughs> 30 years <laughs> ago, bro. Big <laughs> <laughs> shit, sure that's the corrupting des. But one anyway, two. and Warren G, that's two one three, my man. Then we uh, need to add in Snoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Nate Dogg, and RIP to Nate Dizzle.
3: Guess it, who's man. back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth? Who's recognized? Bitches do too. <laughs>
2: oh, well, what there. about the, what about
3: the what about the
2: what the jiggers do too? JZ Hoof J hov no, not that jigger. Yeah. don't fucking bait me Kevin. Right? anyway <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> you don't get it don't worry doesn't matter you, you, I'll talk to you off the air anyway in saying that Johnny Gargano <laughs> Odyssey Jones and Cameron Grimes were standing in front of a champagne table Austin Theory showed up to Gargano's glee Theory said he ran away but he's back to see Indy's wedding Theory said he brought a priest do you remember, was it you and I when I said he was a he, he's going to be a priest? Yeah, I thought of you when well, they said that too. <laughs> well, what the fuck do you know, Kev? We've got Damien Priest as the priest. <laughs> yeah, they stole you. your joke and that's
3: this segment was awesome. It was hilarious. It was great. It made me think of you too cause you, you've been saying that for months. And that Damien yeah. Priest, I mean, shit. he shit. Got, a, got a ton of charisma again as a face here. This is the character I like Damien to be. Right, he wasn't which, boring. It was a lot edgy. It throws crazy. me
2: off because you know on Raw we saw sort of a different type of priest, but now we've mm-hmm. actually got a priest. But <laughs> I, I love, I love seeing the fact that he's a priest. I mean, that's definitely a Vince or Bruce fucking idea. I'd put my house on it, bro. Yeah, it was a good
3: pun, and then uh, this is the Damien Priest character I,
2: I enjoyed. The, I like better than the one on Raw. Let's just let's just hope he doesn't get punishment. Wink, wink, if you get my drift, where he actually does become a priest and we get a full-blown priest sort of gimmick. I hope I'm um, wrong.
3: I'm pretty confident we don't have to worry about that.
2: Oh, I don't know, Kevin. I don't know, dude. Anyway, <laughs> so Damien Priest, Gargano, yeah, so we get Damien Priest as a priest. Gargano said it was nice, but priest is not actually a priest. I dare, I dare, I, I, I dare to f- fucking uh, differ, dude. But that's just me. Anyway, but priest is not actually a priest, though. So theory asks for the no look high five. Gagana said it was not the time for a high five. Gagana gave his son a hug. <laughs> his son, a hug. Everyone was dressed up in serial killer themed clothes to match Loomis. This is love cheesy that. as fuck, dude. No, it's I so loved cheesy, it. Love that was my
3: friend oh. was over watching. He was cracking up. He doesn't, he's never watched NXT before. He, he liked it. And he was like a casual fan. It was awesome.
2: He so has Vince and Bruce fucking all over this fucking segment, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's just, I don't know, man. It just says it, dude. I I don't know. Well, anyway. I, th- I think they were doing great so
3: far. I was, I was like, I uh, didn't know what to expect all show up, up to this point. Uh, I wasn't bored at all yet. And I can't usually say that about a WWE product i was true, pleasantly surprised everything wasn't perfect there was some corny stuff uh the, that that b fab match kind of sucked but i was i was still sold at this <laughs> point i was on. All-
2: well i don't know if i'm totally sold just yet i feel like the i don't know man i don't like the way this show was structured if that makes any sense
3: it wasn't yeah it had flaws especially that first match and then uh they're just throwing weird interview segments at different spots, at, right. throwing at the wall. Some of it stuck, some of it didn't. It's a first episode. Usually, a show Jeez. like a sitcoms don't find their footing till the third or fourth. I know this isn't a right. sitcom,
2: but exactly, I was gonna say.
3: <laughs> hopefully, by the third, they'll, they'll refine it. You know, they'll see what works and see what didn't.
2: Yeah, oh, well, well, you know, you know how the same goes when Spider-Man fucking throws his fucking spotty webs at the wall and shit doesn't stick. In this case, these motherfuckers are slinging their Bukaki fucking machines at the wall and seeing what sticks. Clearly, a lot of paint. Anyway, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams made the entrance with Hayes holding his championship contract. Joseph, wondered if- yes. Is it a
3: trick or hoe? Like a like a like a like a yes. Like a- yes. So why, why is he yes. trick? Is he a hoe? Trick is a trick, is is a a trick and a
2: hose a hoe, bro. I thought,
3: right? I thought you know so. Song? I'm like,
2: you I'm like, am I song? getting old?
3: Like, do they change what a trick is now? Bro,
2: I think you're getting old, cuz I mean, come on. Is a trick a good thing now? I don't get it. Like, is it, bro? When you've got trick daddy and trick trick, and the tricks a tricks a trick and the ho's a hoe's a hoe, yeah, man, that's What's a fucking a ho- good thing.
3: Alright, but he's Trick Williams. His name's Trick. He's not like the leader of the Tricks. So he's a pimp? I, mean, I don't know. If if he is, then I get it. But I don't get why you wouldn't want to call yourself a Trick unless you are a pimp or something.
2: Right. Unless his parents were pimps in real life and actually named him that.
3: Oh, I heard he was a uh, he was on the Eagles, I heard actually, but he got cut.
2: I have to look that up oh. What is his on my team, Philip Eagles. So, so Trick so Trick is not his actual real name.
3: I have to look it up. I meant to when I uh, heard he was on the uh, Eagles before he got cut.
2: Mm, interesting. Well,
3: Denise Salcedo uh, reported that last night. I forgot to check it out. Who, William Alessia, Did you say Denise? Uh, no, Denise uh, Salcedo. Who's that? She's on, uh, she's with Meltzer and Alvarez, one of, the, one of those guys.
2: Really? really? Well, you know what, man? I haven't listened to fucking Meltzer or Alvarez in quite a long time. Not because I hate him. It's not that. It's just, I just haven't listened to him. They got a female now. Yeah, she's awesome. She's
3: like more into like the Japanese wrestling style, New Japan and no. stuff.
2: Yeah. No way. Yeah, she's really good. Maybe I need to get back into that Meltzer fucking bandwagon, dude. I mean, hey, at least, I won't lie. At least I used her to- on Twitter. What's her name again? Denise Salcedo? Denise Salcido, huh? Yeah, like I think it's S-A-L-C-E-D-O. Denise oh, yeah. uh, Salcedo. Yeah, she's great. Denise. All uh, right, remind me. Remind me of that name, Denise Salcedo. Yeah, she's All very right. informative. You get a lot of, like, uh, I trust
3: what she says, too. I don't trust everything. Uh, she doesn't seem like she's on the payroll, like, like Meltzer and Alvarez come off, even if they aren't. They do come off at, on, on times that they're on the AEW payroll. This girl seems like... Uh, she likes what she likes and she seems very, very good, genuine. Okay. Is she young?
2: I uh, like 25 to 28 young. Oh, that's young, bro. Compared to us, she's motherfucking young. She
3: gets a lot of exclusive interviews and stuff, too. Like she, she got this on his release and stuff, too, which was the first one. Yeah, so check her out online.
2: So she's obviously a hot chick, right?
3: She's just a really good person.
2: Ah, oh, oh Kev, you're such a sweetheart, man. What male <laughs> actually says that, bro? You don't call you. Maybe the name shouldn't be "sexy time" no more, but fucking more like the sensitive time, Kevin <laughs> Panem. Another sensitive time. <laughs> sensitive time, bro. But anyway. Uh, NXT interviewer fucking um oh wait a minute oh, I skipped a few Kamala Hayes and Chick Harris made entries with Hayes holding his championship contract. Joseph wondered if Hayes has chosen his championship match. I don't know, man. What's up with that shit? Who knows? Anyway, NXT interviewer Samantha Irvin uh, Irvin introduced Kamala uh, Hayes in the ring. Hayes got a mellow chant. Cool. Hayes talked about how he won the breakout tournament three weeks ago. He said he's got the juice now, just not that hoovy juice if you get my drift. He said he does have a target on his back now. Hayes said you aren't going to catch Mallow off guard now, so he called his boy Trick Hayes, presented Trick Williams as a bodyguard. Trick said he has the gift of the gab and the gift of the jab, and that's why his words hit so heavy. Nice, nice little fucking, you know, <laughs> bars right there. Williams said that Hayes is a golden child of NXT, but unfortunately, he's not so golden anymore, neither is NXT, but he has a bone to pick with Mello. Chick said Mello has been acting humble recently. Mello said Chick is right, and now is not the time to hold back. Mello also said he's the chosen one. He said when he shoots, he doesn't miss. Clearly, they don't miss because there's paint everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> um, and when he passes, Trick catches. <laughs> in this case, Triple H caught it all over his face, bro. <laughs> Trick, said that, <laughs> Trick said that this is how it's going to be. Hayes and Williams were about to leave, but Duke hasn't made his entrance. Vic Joseph noted that Hudson has a scheduled match. Hudson told Hayes that he was lucky when he won in the tournament. Hudson entered the ring and was blindsided by Trick Williams. Hayes joined Williams in putting the boots to Hudson. Williams had Hudson in place. While Mello hit Hudson with a springboard bulldog, Mello's, <laughs> and then Mello's thing played to the end of the segment. What would you think of that, brother?
3: Both these guys are oozing charisma. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, I think he's going to be, be a star. Trick Williams was real, does have the gift of the gab, but he talked a little too fast. A lot of people didn't understand what he was saying because it was slang. Once he slows it down, I, I got it. But like a lot of people were complaining about him. And remember, that's his first interview he's ever done. He's going to get better. Uh, the, Absolutely. But he, used, he totally oozed charisma. Um, then I, I you know I love Rock Hudson. He's one of my favorite guys now. He reminds me of like Rock. a Wade Barrett kind of character, like an Australian Wade Barrett. I like yeah, a damn song
2: gimmick. I've seen a, quite a bit of him you know in the Australian indie scene like quite a few years ago now since COVID's running wild brother. Yeah. But um he was also part of TM uh TMDK back in the day. <laughs> well not really yeah. back in the day, but you get my drift. He's a big guy, bro. I don't know how fucking far they're gonna go with him, but I mean he's got the size that Vince loves. But he, it's crazy how in like
3: a matter of a month, he's shown so much more charisma than he's ever shown under the WWE banner. It's and weird, right? Yeah. It's like, where was this before? Like, you just won't let the guy talk. Guy can talk. He's got got—he's got you know charisma what, too. All three of
2: these guys are oozing charisma. You know what else is weird, dude? I was never the, he's like his biggest fan. Like even during the Australian indie like, scene, right? huh. But something has changed, dude. Like you just said, I don't know what it is. I don't know where he's found this shit from. I don't know if he. I, I I don't know. Like I've never seen this side of him, bro. You're right. I guess sometimes you just gotta find your character, and when you find it, it it, it changes. You know. Yeah, strange, man. Strange that. But he's a fucking big motherfucker. No doubt. I mean, how tall is he? Six ten. I don't think he's six ten. Probably like six six. I could he's be wrong. After even, bro. Damn. I find I find him like around around at least six eight surely. I think oh, he's the thing, biggest recruit too. Sorry. One one
3: thing I'll give NXT now too. Like there's not as many midgets. <laughs> Definitely, the midgets have been fucking sprinkling, dude. Yep. Besides Johnny Gargano, it's like a big roster now already. And that new yeah. diamond.
2: Girl. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, it's really. I feel so bad for Chips, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I really do, man. I mean. You know, I hope this heart attack is not bullshit, though. It's not bullshit. No, I don't think it is, right? It's it's actually my my missus that made me think that way for a minute, right? Because let's be real. It is fucking professional wrestling. You can't put it past these fucking lying motherfuckers, you know. They love fucking fooling us, man. You never know. It could be just a way to, to like, explain Triple H's bullshit. A lot of times people like having an
3: anxiety attack think it's a heart attack too. But even if it's something that small, it's still not like a laughing matter. It's still something serious, you know? No, hey,
2: man, I, I'm, I'm one of the first people. Yeah, Oh, that's serious. But I, I'll be yeah. one of the first to tell you, man. I'll tell our listeners right now. And this is pretty personal. But, dude, I suffered from anxiety attack. I don't anymore, right? But – um. Mm-hmm. Years ago, man, when I first had an anxiety attack, dude, I thought I was having a heart attack, bro, to the point where I got my heart checked out. And I'm talking about 15 years ago, pretty much, right? I didn't know what the fuck that was. Sorry?
3: Same here. I thought I was having a heart attack once, and like an ambulance came and I went to the hospital. I had
2: an anxiety attack. Oh, man. It wasn't that far off where I was thinking, like, call the ambulance, dude. Yeah, it's an ugly feeling, bro. It's an ugly feeling. Like really bad because it's weird when you get. When I was thinking it was a heart attack, bro, it was like simulating a heart attack without the pain.
3: Yep, and then if you Google like what's going on, like, like all the symptoms are the same as a heart attack without the pain too. So then you like yeah. you worry more, freak out. <laughs> Fucking crazy, right? That's why. I- relieves anxiety. I like work out nonstop and eat better now, and definitely been been yeah with the anxiety.
2: Definitely,
4: man.
2: Right, man. And it took me a while. Like, I refused to take fucking uh, any sort of prescription drugs. I just didn't want to. Only because I've seen some friends take that shit for anxiety and they've become fucking zonks, bro. Like zombies, you know what I'm saying? Dead set. True story, bro. That just motivated me even more not to touch any of those fucking prescription drugs, bro. So I managed to get over it, man. And it took a while, but I got over it. So now if I feel like it's coming on, which, which I haven't had any anxiety anyway for a few years now. I know how to manage it, whereas previously I could not manage it, dude.
3: Definitely. Yeah, I had to learn meditation stuff too and like read a lot more. Like a lot of – yeah, there's a lot of different stuff you can do to alleviate it. That was yeah, right
2: there absolutely. with you. It's scary. Oh, it's scary, bro. It's scary, man. I'm just glad I got over that shit. You know what I mean? Because it's not a good feeling, man. But, you know, that's life. I just hope – I think a lot of people have it, but they're embarrassed to admit it, you know? Uh, you shouldn't be embarrassed, man. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, you know, we're just human, bro. Like you said, you've suffered it. I've suffered it. You know, I'm sure 90% of the planet's pretty much suffered it. It's it's not a good feeling. And if you ever need to talk to someone, please talk to someone, man, because, you know, you can't just deal with it on your own. I mean, and I'm talking yeah. by experience, you know what I'm saying? As, as you are too as tough it is to explain to someone, just explain what you're
3: feeling, what you're thinking, what's going on in your head. And just have even if someone's just there to let you talk it out to yourself, you know, just someone to listen. I know when they say, just don't have anxiety, it doesn't help,
1: but just oh. say, Hey,
3: just listen, let me talk it out. Let me get through this. And then the best thing is for them to try to just get you get your mind off of it. Even if you talk about something else, That's probably the best
2: Absolutely, thing for man. you, man. Absolutely. I don't know about you, before we drop this anxiety talk, but like for me dude like if I try to lay down right like trying to relax uh-huh I felt like my heart was going to pop out of my fucking chest bro like I felt like my heart was even going to stop like if I try yeah. laying down
3: cuz you're like stagnant I think so you're just you're you're overly just thinking on that one thing you know you're yeah, thinking it's about crazy. get some fresh air put your head in some ice water there's a lot of like tricks to like sort of definitely- video stand up and play a video game like pace while you're doing it or something too, yeah. like a lot of it.
2: it's crazy bro like oh man i could tell you some stories but fuck. Uh, like especially i don't know about you but and before we drop it have you you drive right yeah well i told him my new car have to get in the car but yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's true that wasn't that long ago i remember you showed me pics yeah. of that too that was pretty bad dude but the point is you drive right yeah well, have you ever had an anxiety attack while driving? No, thank God I
3: haven't. My uh, my ex-girlfriend did, though, and she had to pull over and she was crying and I had to, like, talk her through it and then
2: uh, drive her car. She couldn't even – it was pretty scary. Dude, take it from me. <laughs> it is the worst fucking thing, bro, because you know what I end up doing when that's happening? I want to just drive like a maniac. It is crazy. I like, I don't know why. Yeah, no, for real, man. Like, just – pedal to the metal, and, like, the seatbelt is, like, it feels like it's about to rip you in half, man. It's a fucking bad feeling, bro. I'm not going to lie. So I suggest yeah. anyone that gets anxiety while driving, pull over immediately, man. But anyway, let's move back to the wrestling, Kev. We get G, uh, G- uh, How do you pronounce this? Gigi or Gigi?
3: Gigi Dolan. Oh, I love her. She's so hot. I, I, I'd date her right now former well, Priscilla Kelly. I love
2: her. That's well, total Gigi my goal. time. <laughs> and JC Jane made their entrance. So She's we moved to t- I like the name, JC Jane. We got a lot of JJs and BBs, I've noticed. G-G. And GDs. Yeah, weird. And GGs, yeah. Anyway, we moved to match number four between Caden and Carter and Casey... <laughs> Catanzaro, aka Mrs. Fucking Fingerbang. I'm sorry, I had to say it, dude. Are they still together? Are we, do we confirm that? I think, I believe they are. I mean, did they split up? Mm.
3: I'm not sure. I just haven't heard anything about them being together in a long time. But they very well could be. It's not like you I'm see pretty-
2: Ricochet on TV that often. <laughs> Rico who? <laughs> Rick O'Shea, the Irishman. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't even know who you're talking about, bro. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway, I'm pretty sure they're still together, man. I'm 90% certain they are. Well, anyway, it's it's against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Carter took down Dolan with a Luthes press. Uh, Catanzaro tagged in and held Dolan in place for Carter's drop kick. Casey hit Gigi with a Liger kick. Casey put Gigi in an octopus hold. <laughs> the inset video showed Cole O'Reilly shadow boxing in the locker room Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn put the boots to O'Reilly to leave him lying in the room in the locker room Carter and Jane were in the ring at this point Carter hit Jane with a scorpion kick Catanzaro was about to go for a top top rope dive but Mandy Rose ran out and I bet you you're going to give this dollar to someone right and shove <laughs> Catanzaro off the top rope and Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro defeats Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in another one-minute, 52-second type of match, please give our listeners the dollar. Tell me, would you buy that for a dollar, Kev? Well, first,
3: I love Gigi Dolan, Dolan so I wanted to give her the dollar. Her but, orange hair clashes a little bit with her blue outfit, though, so I don't like the combo together, but she's still a lover. her. JC James looked pretty too. Mandy Rose took off her her uh, hood and she had the brown hair, and I'm not digging it as much as the blonde. So I'm like, should I still give the dollar to Gigi?
2: Yeah, I don't dig it either.
3: <laughs> Mandy Rose still is like the perfect human specimen, and like she still looked hot even with the brunette hair and like the uh, less slutty outfit. Uh, but Mackenzie <laughs> Mitchell, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell looked hot later on too. So she was the other contender for the uh, dollar. In the wedding dress too, she just wasn't on TV enough for me to give it to her. So, Mandy Rose, you're tied for first place again with eleven dollars on the year. I buy that for a dollar. He's just beautiful. $11. I buy that
4: for a dollar. <laughs> well,
3: well so man, we got first a f- down in the heavens for us to to
2: look at. That was a gift from God, that that human being. <laughs> well, man, you know what, man, he's becoming a nail biter, bro. This is yeah, really becoming a nail It's going down to the <laughs> wire, like they say. A three-way tie for
3: first place. It looks like Mandy Rose from with 11 on uh, NXT, Carmella with 11 on SmackDown, and Ava Marie with 11 on Raw. And then uh, I think Britt Baker is like, on the top on AEW with like nine, I think, or eight or nine. Well,
2: can I dare say... like, Can I make a bold prediction here, Kev? Sure. I dare say that Mandy Rose... And everyone's favorite fucking chick, Ava Marie, are gonna run away with it, dude. I don't know. Ava Marie
3: might not. There's still like months left. It's we got till December, you know. Then uh, right. I don't think even Marie's gonna be on TV every week. And Mandy Rose Cheer, sometimes. Carmella's well, just been on TV consistently. That's and SmackDown doesn't have that many women. Some reason why she's up there.
2: Well, I was gonna say, like, I just feel that Mandy Rose and as long as Even is still around, we'll just, you know, skip ahead and leaving, you know, leave fucking Kamala in, in their wake, dude. Because oh yeah, Kamala's hot, Carmella's hot, but not not hot like Mandy Rose or Even Marie, bro. Sometimes I don't want to give it to them because they're too hot.
3: You know, I want like a like an underdog to win, but I gotta I gotta be fair. I gotta. The uh, genuine person picked up the the real winner, the real
2: deserving winner. Why doesn't Dewdrop get a dollar from you, Kevin? (laughs) That's a serious (laughs) question. Look, even my missus was laughing at that question. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Is Dewdrop not good enough? I mean, Dewdrop
3: presents herself well. She's a cute face. She's nice hair. Mandy Rose kind of helped her take over. She's a little larger, which I don't have a problem with a thick girl. (laughs) But does not compare. She's not compared to Ava Marie's looks or um, like Litton Morgan's looks. Oh, shit.
2: Yeah, you're such a pre Kevin.
3: drop dewdrop. Like most people I know
2: would have sex with her in the bar. Oh, fucking! <laughs> oh, trust me, hey, dude. I know heaps of dudes that would fucking run the dewdrop. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. All my friends would take the dewdrop. Not all of them, but like ninety percent of them. <laughs> Oh, shows how much you fucking, the standards of your friends, eh? <laughs> they all can't be sexy time, you know? Oh, that's all right, dude. I've had friends fucking get fucking a blowjob from fucking cockeyed bitches, bro. Like cross-eyed bitches, literally. I'm not lying. Anyway, that's for other stories. <laughs>
3: Maybe she has like, a good personality, too. If she does, then yeah, then she can be deserving. I haven't met her. Uh, so, know, this no is heaven. based just off of uh, what I can see on TV. Yeah, now she's real, bro. I think now she's bullying the hot girl. So the hot girl was bullying her, but now she's the bully. Does that make her any better? Well, <laughs> you can't become a monster when you're battling them, or you're no better than the monster.
2: Well, uh, say that to even Marie. Eva Marie <laughs> Amy, <laughs> can do whatever she wants. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um anyway, enough of the of the banter. Should I say? Because we get another friggin' match. Wait a minute. Why am I? Uh, am I seeing things? Do we get I, another? I can't fucking... see at. <laughs> well, apparently a, a match is happening again between <laughs> which yeah, is match three number on five, right? Between they, they Teddy longed it. Yeah, they Teddy Longed it into a six man tag or Literally, six woman Teddy tag. Longed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Literally Teddy Longed it, if you get my drift. Anyway, Saray, Caden, and Carter, and Casey Catanzaro versus Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane. I can't help but that J.C. Jane name sounds too much like a porn fucking star's it's, name. Uh, uh, I like is,
3: the is
2: name of I mean, seriously, doesn't that not sound like a fucking porn fucking – especially like a Bukaki queen?
3: Yeah, there's a Jesse Jane <laughs> porn star. There probably is a – there's probably oh, some others for, sure.
2: for sure dude. Wow, well, I wouldn't put it past it. I mean, past them, sorry. Casey got a two count. Sorry. In all fairness, sorry. in
3: all fairness, most female wrestling names sound like porn star names, though.
2: True, just look at Medusa uh, or Alanja Blaze. Yeah. I mean, she must have been blazing a fucking trail. Electra Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eva Marie, nah. I'm sure <laughs> there's look Marie like a
3: porn star,
2: Man, I, I'm surprised. Um, Mandy like, Rose. Oh God, did you telling me, uh, one of those fucking porn fucking production like companies wouldn't offer these girls like I mean millions of dollars, bro? They do get offered tons to do it. Yeah, I know. Even I've Dolph, heard. I've
3: heard even Dolph Ziggler got offered money to do browsers, but I um, don't think he was allowed to.
2: <laughs> well, there's a poor name for you, bro, Dolph Ziggler.
3: <laughs> yeah, true. Even the guys that get guys have poor names too, for the most part.
2: <laughs> I mean, seriously. Anyway, so Casey got a two count off. Dolan, Dolan, come back with a buzzsaw kick. Rose tagged in and put the boots to Casey. The Hills traded quick tags to cut the ring in half on Casey. Rose had Casey in a in a body scissors submission, which Casey broke with a pin attempt. Rose caught Casey and Hooter with a fallaway slam. Jane tagged in and hit Casey with a body slam. Jane hit Casey with a senton for a two count. Rose then tagged in. C- uh, Cotanzaro crawled under Rose and tagged in Carter. Rose caught Carter with a back elbow. Carter came back with a running job kick. Carter job kicked Rose and Jane at the same time. Carter used a victory roll into a kick for a two count. Jane broke up the pin. Saray job kicked Dolan off the apron. Rose reversed Saray into a wheelbarrow slam. Carter then slams Rose into a two count. Carter ran in the ropes and ran right into Rose's bicycle knee for the three count. Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane defeated Caden Carter, Casey Catanzaro, and Saray via pinfall in around six and a half minutes. Can I ask you something here, Kev? Sure. Do you do you feel Mandy Rose has gone backwards here now that she's in NXT? No, I feel the opposite.
3: I think she comes off more as a star now, to be honest. She's leading the faction. She's like she's got more presence now. She seems more confident. Yeah,
2: Maybe more it's because she's be the confident. I think she was actually becoming a thing, though, on the main roster, dude.
3: When she was with Otis a little bit, but that she never really won. Like, what has she done lately? Her her and Dana Brooke were together just looking hot and losing tag team matches.
2: Uh, I don't even rate Dana Brooke as hot. I mean, she must be sucking a lot of dick. No offense to even being a company still, bro. I said it.
3: She is exactly designed how Vince McMahon thinks a perfect woman is. Really? Yeah.
2: Blonde, fake lips, fake tits. Fake I hate fake tits. lips, dude. Yeah. You know what? Girls, I'm just going to give you a tip, right? I, I'm not saying I'm an expert, but any of you fucking women that get Botox lips and duck fucking lips, it doesn't look good. I don't know. It's just me. I don't like that puffy fucking lip shit. If I wanted puffy lips, I'll go and get myself a puffer fish, all right? to
3: no, Do you wanna hear, you want to hear
2: woke, Kev? <laughs> Please, woke Kev? The girls don't
3: care. The girls don't give uh, a fuck what, what Kev or Jimmy think or other guys think because they can pull any guy they want. They do it to compete God, with the I other girls know. to see what the other girls think. The so they don't do So if you don't like the Botox, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, they don't give a fuck. <laughs>
2: Not for you son, no. it's
3: not for me. They can pull us if they wanted to. They, oh, don't. they can
2: pull us definitely if they wanted to. <laughs> Anyways, the, the
3: girl, the girl
2: chooses the guy. Never forget that. Uh, the guy can just fuck. talk fuck himself. Well, guess what bitches? Who ages better, males or females? <laughs> we'll see who's worth more in a you know, once you girls hit your 40s or 50s or <laughs> When we hit our forties and fifties, because I'm dare say that we're we age better, actually, Kev. I think we're more of a fine wine. Whereas girls have got an ex you know, like an expiry date. I hate to say it. I'm gonna say it. I said it. <laughs> you can call me Kev Classic, because I just get better with age. <laughs> Kevin Classic. That's grouse, dude. That's awesome. Kevin Classic. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's a fucking gimmick right there, and for the women out there, we love you. We're just fucking around. It's just, it's just for ha ha, nothing more, you nothing less. You know, we
3: sound like Jimmy, a couple of haters,
2: <laughs> <laughs> a couple of haters, a couple of haters. <laughs> I miss fucking Enzo, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I really do. I do too. I do too. Bring him oh, back. Fuck, bring him fucking back, dude. I mean, seriously. To say Just keep two or 205
3: Live and have him run 205 Live. At least people will watch it then, you know? He doesn't yeah, have to be around Triple least- H or Roman Reigns or people that hate him.
2: Oh, man, please. You destroy Roman on the mic. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah, but Roman hates him. But I, I would watch 205 Live if Enzo was there. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. I mean, heck, throw him into fucking AEW. So pack and quit and fucking run back to WWE maybe.
3: Pack was a bitch booking wise too. Like, you, can you say he's getting booked yeah. well in AEW? Like, he was. He Hell was like a, no! He Fuck lost no. like one match in like like six months in WWE.
2: Yeah, nah, man. He's not getting booked. Look, you can see it in his face too, bro. I don't think he's really that happy over there.
3: I don't think he ever is going to be
2: happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what's weird about that though, dude? He seemed like a happy dude before. Excuse me, these busted gimmicks sort of became a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, uh,
3: well, it's big, when, he, when AEW started, when he, he pinned Kenny, I thought he was going to be the man there. Then oh, uh, they just didn't have any storylines with him. He, he did nothing for six months after that. And then COVID well, happened.
2: Had, oh. <laughs> back yeah. And then fucking Dumbo happened too, bro.
3: I think park was my favorite there when it started, honestly. <laughs> The way he was bitten, booked, and he was the bastard right away. Then they killed that quick.
2: Oh, boy, did they ever. And really, he's in fucking disarray. Now he's in fucking, you know, he's in like a Latino crew who doesn't sound anything like a Hispanic. I mean, this guy can't even speak proper English, even though I dare say he speaks proper English, (laughs) if you get what I mean, because he's, you know, English, right? Yeah. um, I don't understand half the shit that comes out of his mouth, bro. I've said this a million times. Do you? I mean, seriously. Sometimes I really don't know what the fuck he's he's saying, bro. I can understand what he's saying. He just says no direction
3: right now. Like he's in yeah. a like he's he's in a, a Latino group. Is the Latino group and- joining Andrade? Like, uh, like what the fuck's <laughs> said, going
2: on? Oh. Right, and all the AEW Mark Tards that think this is great booking, Jesus. And I didn't say Jesus. I said Jesus. For cheese. I love
3: Lucha, uh, Excuse me. I love uh, the Lucha Brothers too, but uh, the storyline with the Young Bucks was, was with the Jurassic Express. So the Jurassic Express booking wise should have been the Tag Champs, not the Lucha Brothers. Right now, they just kind of jumped the shark. Lucha Brothers happy.
2: Well, what is a Jurassic Express?
3: Uh well, well, Luch- well, Luchasaurus's mother was a uh, T Rex, and then uh Oh, Christ- oh right. Christian's aunt aunt was the third triceratops. That that was actually like oh, they really? talked about that. On, yeah, they talked about it on the show. That's why Christian's friends with him because his aunt's third triceratops.
2: Oh, I'm not that, joking. That, this is real. That's this is uh, a <laughs> this is real. I know. No, no, no. I'm not oh, laughing. Okay. I'm laughing because <laughs> uh, you know I learn new things every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously. <laughs> so we got tyrannosaurus rexes. Uh, we got sauropods. I mean, I mean, is, I mean, anyway, we move right along. We move right along. Uh, we get Candice LeRae and Hold on, the Back, to, back and to that mate. match. Though. I'm a big
3: yes. fan of uh, KT and Caden. I think I, I wouldn't mind them having the uh, women's tag team titles one day. And I think GG and, uh, G, and G, uh, JC Jane and GG definitely have potential too. I like I like all the girls in that match. I'm not a big fan she, of Sarai. I know she's the best in the ring, but she uh, just has like a vanilla look, like a creative wrestler girl number seven, even though she's got an awesome moveset. She needs more personality for me. I is she go American? No, I don't think so. I think she's like a Rio. She's
2: British. Sarai? Yeah, wait, where's she from? She's oh, Japanese. Oh, don't worry. No, no, no. You know why? I was thinking of a different Sarai. Soraya. You're
3: thinking, thinking of Paige.
2: Yes. <laughs> and and when you say, you know, very vanilla, I straight away started thinking of Paige because that's her name, right? Uh, Soraya. Yeah, Paige. I think right. she's going to AEW, by the way, too. What, to break her neck again?
3: Well, she's talking about making a comeback, and I know AEW will let her wrestle and WWE won't. So I think she's going there when her contract's up.
2: Oh, well, uh, I guess uh, AEW can become the home of fucking... You know, retirement. If you get my drift, let's get back into the ring, fuck our bodies, and go crying back where they fucking came from. I'm telling you, even Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, he better be careful, dude. I mean, seriously. I agree. I, I
3: would do it too if I was them. If I loved it, you know, like if uh, if I could play football again with my, if even I had concussions, I would do it. You know, if like someone would give me a chance, you know.
2: What, you suffered from concussions while playing football? Uh, yeah. Well, you know oh, – well, look, I'll talk to you off the air. I'm sure you understand where I was going to get at. I mean, I've had a few concussions. I mean, I've had a few fucking stitches to the head right on the frontal yeah. lobe too, dude. I mean – That is uh, subdural. Dude, well, I was playing Australian football. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but some fucking dude – What a fucking idiot, I must say. Came like we're both going for the catch basically, right? We call it a mark here, but we're both going for the catch. And this motherfucker went straight down on my fucking forehead, front two teeth first, right into my head, man. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty bad, bro. I can still feel the scar right now. But, man, to say – I didn't even feel the pain, dude. I just fucking landed. I see this motherfucker on the ground crying and blood just pissing out of his mouth, like I'm, like a tap, bro, like full. like It was weird, man, just blood pissing out. And that's when I would go and touch my head, and then I freaked out because I was young, right? I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. what the fuck, you know what I mean? Then I really freaked out. <laughs> so fucking you know how it is, man, growing up. It happens. But sometimes I wonder, man, like if that done some severe damage now because even depression and all that shit, you know that could be directly from fucking concussions man definitely um there's like tricks you can do like brain stuff to keep
3: your brain fresh and like i take like alpha brain and stuff like that too oh the cereal no it's like a medication that's supposed to like it helps like all i don't have, I don't have all i'm saying on that but it's supposed to like help your brain activity keep your brain moving more there's like tricks too i read like when i was a kid too if you brush your teeth every day with the opposite hand it makes your brain think differently too. So that's supposed to like combat long-term like Alzheimer's and stuff too in the future. And oh, there's other I tricks mean, too, but I think people can look that stuff up online. Who right. knows if well, the stuff it's stuff or not. Well, it's I funny because,
2: now. yeah, me too. But, you know, I, I've always wondered if those effects like, you know, have caught up to me because sometimes I think, dude, I mean, well, anyway, that's for our fucking other things. I mean, we're not <laughs> doctors. We're not fucking – you know, we're not fucking uh, psych- just like, psychiatrists.
3: Just like Joe Rogan, we're not doctors. We're just fucking morons. who don't listen to us for medical. That's it, but, man.
2: But we're just two dudes. You fucking don't attitudes. really have any attitudes. Well, <laughs> do we? <laughs> we can nah, be pricks, that's for sure. Two dudes that are pricks. How's that? Two mellow fellows. Two mellow fellows. Hey, I smoke weed, so I'm pretty mellow. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Let's move back to the fucking ring. Uh, we get Candice LeRae and the bridesmaids. We're getting Indy Hartwell ready for a wedding. Now, I like Indy because she's another fellow Aussie, right? Just like mm-hmm. myself. But you know, you know what? She's of Chilean heritage, bro. She's actually Latino. Okay. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Before I, I heard she's got some she 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 her too, by the way.
3: Sorry. Before uh. Before I heard her talk, I would never have guessed Australian by looking at her.
2: Oh, well, I mean, shit. I mean, I, I'm I'm not even a fucking true blue Australian, Kev. I'm Greek, bro. That's right. That's I, right. I wouldn't I mean, have either. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I don't look like your typical, g'day, mate, you know, crikey. Yeah. <laughs> Man, more it's like just a John Tamos like- than a crikey. Yeah, exactly. Just not as fucking good-looking. I mean, come on. John Stamos is a stud, bro, even for his age. But, dude, look, I'll say one thing about Australia. It's just like the States, bro. We're a fucking mixed bowl of everything you dude, from any race, every race, you name it, it's here. You know what I mean? (laughs) We all cringe, bro, at that fucking G'day, mate, bullshit. I mean, seriously. Shout-outs to my (laughs) Australian fellow Aussie fucking listeners, but it is what it is. Come on, peeps. Come on. You know it. Anyway, moving right along, we get Ridge Holland making his entrance for the next match. William Regal and Mackenzie Mitchell were backstage. Regal announced that due to the attack by Holland and Dunn, Kyler was out of the main event due to not being medically cleared. Regal said that it still it will still be a four way, and the new entrant is the debuting Von Wagner Cal Bloom i mean is that matt hell? bloom's son is that albert's I don't
4: son
3: know, but i'm starting to fucking think it is yeah i think it is too um this this pissed me off this is when i'm like i was sold on this show until this point i'm like come on you're gonna put a, a guy that hasn't even had a match yet for your world title and then that's what got me going back and thinking like and then they had la night in the beginning of that that's when i started like uh second guessing the show i'm like I'm like if this, like, if yeah. this uh, if this Von Wagner wins this match, I'm I'm done with NXT. I, I said that flat out. As much as I love the show to this point, I'm like, fuck this.
2: <laughs> I mean, all we're missing at this point, we got Von Wagner's. We got fucking all sorts of fucking weird names. We got porn names. All we need now is a fucking like a, like a Wario. Wario fucking Flutterio. You know what I'm saying?
3: Um, Von Wagner's not a bad name. It's a cool name, I'm, I'm cool with that. But if he won the match on his first match, but he didn't even deserve to be in the match. I understand it's cool to put a young guy in there, like just to give him the little rub. But kayfabe-wise, it's dumb as shit. It's fucking retarded. I always
2: said it. (laughs) Oh, there we go. There's another retard fucking comment of the night. (laughs) Whoops, I just said it too. Anyway. (laughs) So we get Ridge Holland versus Drake Maverick in match fucking number eight with Grayson Whaler. Um, in freaking um, is is he in fucking Drake's corner?
3: Is is uh is he the generic brand Kip Sabian, or is the Kip, is Kip Sabian the generic brand Grayson Waller?
2: Oh, fuck, man! I don't, I'm not even a fan of either one of them, to be honest with you, dude. So,
3: Waller I mean, was at the least cool. He was funny in that interview uh, last week or the week before when he was all cocky and a boxer, but his look is just. Generic Kip Sabian.
2: Jeez, and that's not a fucking positive thing, just quietly. <laughs> well, anyway, Holland manhandled Maverick. Holland no-sold Maverick's punch and shoved Maverick to the ground several times. Holland hit Maverick with the Northern Grit for the victory. That was quick again. <laughs> and Ridge Holland defeats Drag Maverick via pinfall in around 1 minute and 46 seconds. Jeez, we've had a lot of those type of matches tonight. Yep, they're
3: going to need to work on that. Not not this. It it was good for Rich Holland. Quick wins, build them up, make them look like a star, but they're going to need like one longer match, one 20 minute match a show, I think.
2: Jesus, man. You know, there's a good. How many matches went under five minutes on this card so far? There was at least four, maybe five even. It's okay for a first
3: show. Do you want to like show people who the guys are, you know, who the main guys are going to be
4: but no, guess. This
3: week, unless you keep debuting, new characters every week, which maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. This is the first episode.
2: Maybe this is their way of fucking surprising us. Just like AW does. <laughs> Boy, that's well, disappointing. I don't, mean, I
3: though. I don't <laughs> think you were surprised that Ridge Holland beat Drake Maverick in two minutes.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I am surprised about the fact that Drake Maverick still has a job. Yeah, has two jobs. He's on roll too, right? Right, and he wears too much makeup suddenly, which is weird. He does. So, but and he looks too skinny, man. Just anyway, who might have fucking pick on this fucking Drake Maverick? So we get a Mackenzie Mitchell interviewing Tommaso Champa about Kyle O'Reilly getting taken out of the match. Champa said things are different and everything can happen. Champa then talked about going after Goldie. He said he spent 908 days waiting since he lost the title. And tonight, he gets his redemption. So then we get Diamond Mine making their entrance. Some guy was walking on the street. He had a thick Italian accent. (laughs) And there was Italian music in the background. He talked about being a former amateur wrestler. He said that there wasn't a lot of money in being an amateur wrestler. Duh, obviously. And NXT is where it's at. Not really. The graphic said that D'Angelo Di- is coming soon all over your face. Just saying. I don't
3: like that he's from Chicago. He should be from Jersey or New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking
2: Fanucco. <laughs> going to gabagol you
3: fucking... Oh, Stubats. man.
2: What's up with this shit? Fuck. Why is he from... Is he really from Chicago? Probably.
3: There's no mafia in Chicago. Get the fuck out of here!
2: Oh wow <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Wait, you? <see. laughs> yeah, I'll, from probably
3: I'll probably end up liking this character, but it's, yeah. it's
2: well, he's a fellow paisano, man, for you, bro. So you probably will love this dude. Yeah, I probably
3: will, but don't be from Chicago. Just. Even say like now the, the waste management thing is cool too because the Sopranos movie's coming out October
2: 1st. That's probably well, why they like that. Well, you know what, dude? I'm with you. I'm, I'll probably end up liking this character too. I mean, if you talk like a motherfucker from Jersey or fucking or from New York, but you're fucking from Chicago, I mean, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that has a unique character I typically
3: like unless they get too cartoony and too kitty and do dumb bullshit with them.
2: Yeah, well, you know, that's probably what we're going to get eventually.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, like it took, is he going to be the next Santino Morello or is he going to be like oh. Johnny Stample, you know?
2: What, like Johnny the Bull? Yeah. Oh, God. Are we going to get f- FBI 2.0? See what I did
3: there? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ever
2: Even if it would be 3.0, but not in this case, not in this universe Fucking guy. Fucking guy over here. This fucking guy. Get the, get the fuck out of anyway. here. Anyway. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Anyway. <laughs> um we also get oh man, you know, actually, you know who he reminds me of before I continue? Who? the fucking Brooklyn Brawler, bro. That's 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 a good thing. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it was a good worker, he just never won a match. He had a good yeah. look. Great thing. Great, great look. Ripped fucking Yankees shirt, stinky-ass fucking jeans. Perfect look, bro, by all means. Anywho, we get match number six between the Creed brothers. Who, who's that, Xavier Woods and fucking Apollo Creed? Or is it fucking Consequences Creed? Creed. <laughs> I say <said> Creed. <laughs> Queed. <laughs> see what I did there, <laughs> Quid, right? And fucking Apollo Creed. There's your dream team.
3: Never the uh, these guys. Are, these guys have potential though. I, li- I like their, uh, their in-ring work. They're a little stiff though. They almost injured the one guy in the match too, and they like threw him on his head. I said it was like a safe show <laughs> for the most part. That's the only time where there was like almost injury.
2: Uh, it was a safe show. <laughs> I hope they practice safe sex over there too. But anyway, the Creed brothers, Julius and Brutus Creed, is this like uh Bruce the Bob beefcake rip or what's happening here? Brutus Isn't Creed. Isn't that his real name? Isn't
3: that his real name? They're like uh yeah. amateur wrestlers. Is it? They were like collegiate wrestlers there. They They're both I don't know if that's the real names or not, or they changed it. I didn't wasn't looked that deep into them.
2: So we got brother Brutai, literally. Like literally. Where's brother?
3: Speaking of where's brother, where's Hulkamania right now?
2: He's not feeling well, apparently. <laughs> I was hoping Michael Jackson would actually call in because really, I've, I've heard he's a big professional wrestling fan, Kev. Nice. Yeah. From I'm fucking six feet deep, bro, he knows he's fucking wrestling. Maybe in the future we'll get him. But till then, the Creed brothers it is. Julius and Brutus Creed with Malcolm Bivens, Roderick Strong, <laughs> Hachiman, and an unnamed female wrestler versus Dan Jarman and Travis Skelly. Now, who's this fucking unnamed woman? She's
3: like a uh, a Layla Hirsch wannabe, a little midget like Layla Hirsch.
2: Okay, so why not give her a name? I mean, who writes this fucking shit?
3: They gave her a name. They had an interview segment after and gave her a name, but I I forget what their name was. I, I didn't write it down. She's, she was well, apparently on – she was on that TV show Titan Games or something. I never saw that. She she was on that. She's pretty ripped. She's just too short. I know Layla Hirsch is a good wrestler too, but I, she's too short for me
2: to take her serious. Yeah, well, you know what I like to call – we call the males vanilla midgets. In this case, we call the females walking head jobs. I've been an absolute heart, fucking asshole, haven't I?
3: you might not have a good female following. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, look, like I said, it's a joke. And anyway, what female really watches wrestling? Come on.
3: <laughs> you're fine on the key demographic, though.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Just fucking neck beards.
3: Yeah, you're the demo god of the IWC. No, oh, no, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. That's fucking... William is the fucking demo god, not me, bro. <laughs> shout us to Alessia. Anyway... Or the peck got... Whoops, did I say that? Did I, did I do that? Sorry, right, Kenny Omega. <laughs> I wasn't quoting Kenny, but thanks for fucking saying it. Fucking weird dude for saying that shit. He really is. I don't know why he said that, but he said it. Anyway, <coughs> Brutus took down one of the guys with a gator roll. I oh, how impressive. His opponent came back with a forearm, but he was quickly tossed out of the ring by Brutai. Brutai chipped the other opponent off the apron. Brutus Death Valley drivered the opponents into each other. Brutus rolled into a gut wrench bomb on the apron. Julius then tags in by slapping his brother. Julius then suplexed the enhancement wrestler. Julius forced one of the opponents to tag the other. The enhancement wrestler took down Julius with a dropkick, which got a chuckle out of, the, out of Brutus. Julius then fired up himself and body slammed the Enhancement Wrestler. Julius did a Death Valley driver into a basement lariat for the win. And guess what, Kev? We get another match that was under three minutes.
3: That's good for these guys. It was kind of the same match they had uh, last week, but they got potential. They're a badass. I do agree with you that names doesn't fit them unless it is the real names. The like Creed doesn't. They, they sound more like they'd either be like a country Redneck two guys or like a two preppy guys, like two bros. Not like a Brutus that sounds like a tough, tough, like
2: badass, like Like warlord kind of guy. You know what Brutus sounds like for me, dude? Like what? Like a tough dog. Yeah.
3: And this guy, these guys are tough, but they're more like either the preppy football asshole tough or like a southern redneck tough, you know? The Brutus doesn't fit his name. But I like oh. their style. I like their, their charisma in the ring. I like their ferocity. They're very uh, aggressive. Uh, they have potential. You know, Definitely.
2: Oh, well, shout outs to Bruce Above Beefcake. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. He's giving so, discounts of
3: uh, supercuts, by the way, now, too, because
2: he's, he's jobless. Wow. Carve is running wild, brother. <laughs> anyway. Highlights from the match aired. Michael uh, Malcolm Bivens said the Creed brothers proved they can destroy anything on two legs. <laughs> anyway, Bivens introduced the newest member of the Diamond Mine, Ivy Nile. B- another poor name, just quietly. Bivens said this woman hasn't had a carb since 2005. Very impressive. Bivens said Nile was the star of NBC's fucking Titan Games. Beavins welcomed Noel to the team. Kushida then makes his entrance and said that you talk too much to everyone. <laughs> that will make its way as a botcher mania fucking intro. That's a good shout-out, a good fucking little plug there. Beavins then challenges Kushida on behalf of Strong for a Cruiserweight total shot. Kushida looked like he accepted. I mean, did he accept? Oh, yes. <laughs> Not only are we fucking sexist pigs tonight, fucking Kev, but we better be careful that we're not only getting fucking labeled as racial ones too, bro. Ah, oh, that's how he sounded. I wasn't making fun of it. Hey, come stay. Does that make me yeah. racist? I just made fun of Italians too, you fucking guy. <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> you kicked my dog. Now I kick you. Anyway. Moving on again, we get Dexter Lumis shown combing his mustache backstage. He's getting ready, Kev. It's his big day. I mean, then he's Vic about to get jo- a mustache ride. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Who wants a big black mustache ride? I want one. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie, dude. <laughs> anyway, they, uh, fucking Vic Joseph asked Beth Phoenix for a health update on Edge. But Beth deflected the question. Said he was recovering. But what she really wanted to say is, "None of your fucking business." All right, never ask questions, Vic. Too many questions. Anyway, Pete Dunne made his entrance heading into commercial. The rest of the entrance that took place for the world title match. Champa stared at Goldie on the way to the ring, which was on a pedestal. Barrett reminded viewers that Champa never lost the title when he had it. And he had to relinquish it due to injury. Well, doesn't fucking everybody lately. So we move on to number seven. right? Sorry? Especially in NXT, how many times has that happened now? I'm more convinced, Kev, that Joe was never injured, bro. It was just a reset. I guess we'll find out. You could be right. It just feels that way, man.
3: I mean, don't you feel that way? I do. I'm leaning towards that way, but I'm... I'm I don't think so enough where I can definitively say, but it's, I'm
2: leaning that way. That does seem like a reset. Well, just say he's not really injured. Where do you go from here from with Samoa Joe, man? I mean, what happens? I was,
3: about, I was about to ask you, what's next for him? Like, why did they even respond?
2: Well, well, when you say they, I mean, it was they that fucking fired him, and it was he, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, a.k.a. Triple H, They actually re-signed him. So does that mean he gets fired again?
3: Maybe. You'd think they would have had a conversation about this change coming along and then why give him the belt? They could have given the belt to uh, Chiampa that night instead of Samoa Joe with Craven Cross. They could have set up something else ahead of time. It just doesn't make sense.
2: I honestly think uh, they didn't know this was happening at that time. I truly believe that. Otherwise, I doubt they would have had Joe win the title.
4: Right?
2: Yeah, they have to. I mean, I'm 100%. Like, I mean, you know how fucking Vince looks at Joe. He's not only fucking not related to the Ananoi family, but he's he's fat.
3: Uh, that's not fair. I think Vince liked Joe, but every time they tried to give him a push, he got hurt. And once you get... Yeah, you get that's later light, on, though.
2: What about all the years, like when he first joined WB? What about those times he first... Like, say, two years. But to be fair to Joe, he did come in at a more later, like, higher up in age, if you know what I mean.
3: He won the U.S. belt when he was with them.
2: Right, but still. He got
3: hurt. He got hurt every time. Then he was going to get pushed with, like, Triple H at one time. He got hurt. He was going to get in, like, a a world title feud and lose, but he got hurt. He got hurt more than anybody in the history of wrestling. Every time they wanted to do something with him. So why invest money in him? can't count on him.
2: He's pretty prone, man. It's true, but I'm a huge fan of Joe's, man. Always, ha- always have been. I just uh, He so deserves to win one of the major titles in WWE, and I'm talking about I Universal been, or, or WWE Championship. Yeah, I don't yeah,
3: think it'll I, ever happen I, now, but I think it should have happened, I, and I think he might have if he didn't get hurt so much.
2: Oh, he's missed the boat, dude. They should have pulled that trigger fucking back in, like, 2016. Probably. Yep. 2017 even. How much
3: fresher would it have been if like Samoa Joe won the title instead of Braun Strowman if he was like not heard at that time?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Braun Strowman. You know how I feel about him. I can't believe him and Raquel Gonzalez are even getting married or they did get married. Oh, I thought – I had no idea they were even dating. Really? You don't know that? No. There you go, Kev. I've got something on you, buddy. Wow. Yeah, dude, I was, I was kind of shocked, as a matter of fact. When I saw that shit, I'm like, what? She gets these hands? I honestly thought she was a lesbian, to be honest. I can see that. I can see how you would think that. But no, she's getting fucking plowed by Strowman. Wow. I guess we can call him Braun Plowman. His new name's Titan, you know, right? Sorry?
3: His new wrestling name is Titan.
2: Really? He thinks he's a Greek god?
3: Apparently. It's a good
2: name. Titan. Isn't there a freaking Latino wrestler named Titan? No idea. Possibly. I'm pretty sure there is. I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure there's a luchador, man. Well, it's a totally different character. <laughs> Well, whatever the case, I mean, just look at him, man. This just shows how fucking stupid he is. He can't even come up with a good name. But Titan's an awesome name. Titan's Titan. a great name. If he's Greek and he's built like a Greek god, I mean, yeah, fine. But It's a better name than that. Braun. It's a much better name. Braun Titan sounds freaking like a like a big tight ass almost. But, um, no, I think
3: it's just Titan. Just Titan
2: yeah i don't know dude i don't know man i don't like the just titan why why because he's big yes he's a titan the clash of the titans you know clash of the titans depends who yeah it depends who he's freaking wrestling but like i said man i don't know like good luck to him i think he's not this freaking sharpest tool in the freaking shed clearly wwe didn't think so either I don't know, dude. I just was never the biggest fan of his. I'm not saying he's not a talent because he is, right? Yeah. I, I just – I don't know, dude. I don't know. But good on him for scoring Raquel Gonzalez, I guess. I guess. She's okay. She's okay. Yeah, true. You, you need a few drinks, too. <laughs> nah, it's not my type. Oh, that's <laughs> even worse. Anyway. <laughs> no offense, Braun. <laughs> uh, so we get B- Pete Dunn making his entrance heading into commercial. <laughs> I'm sure he's satisfied for that. The rest of the entrances took place for the world title match. Champa stared at Goldie on the way to the ring, which was on a pedestal. Barrett reminded viewers that Champa never lost the title. I already said that before, didn't I? Anyway, yes. we move on to match number seven. Wait a minute. Yeah. Match number seven. I don't know why I thought we're up to match number match number eight, but there's a lot of the same shit going on here. We get Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunne versus L.A. Knight versus Von Wagner in a fatal four-way for the NXT Championship. Knight dominated early on. Wagner took down Knight with a back suplex. Dunne worked on Wagner with joint manipulation Dunn and Ciampa had a slugfest. Dunn pulled Ciampa to the joint manipulation again. Champa avoided a stomp and gave Dunn a snapmare. Knight then pulls off, pulls Champa off. Chumper dumped Knight to ringside. Dunn slammed Ciampa and walked on in with a joint manipulation again. Wagner gave Dunn a big boot. Then Wagner turned Knight inside out with a lariat. Wagner gave Knight an elevated flatliner. The show cut to a regular commercial, but as we're coming back to commercial, Knight tossed Wagner into the steel steps. Knight locked Champa in a headlock. Chumper got to his feet and took down Dunn and Knight with chops. Chumper took down Dunn and Knight with lariats. Wagner used the backdrop to block a fairy tale ending. Knight came out of nowhere and hit Dunn with Blunt Force Trauma. I fucking hate that name. Wagner broke up the pin. Chumper hit Knight with Willow's Bell, another stupid name. Dunn broke up the pin again. Chumper hit all three opponents with a corkscrew plancher. Joseph noted that it was an uncharacteristic to see Chumper leave his feet like that, which is very true. Dunn snapped Chumper's fingers and hit him with a bitter end. Von Wagner hits Knight with an angle slam for a good knee fall. Dunn and Chumper got Wagner to his knees and hit him with a sandwich elbow, a la a DIY. Chumper and Dunn traded forearms. Dunn hit Chumper with a snap German suplex. Knight surprised Dunn on the top rope with a superplex. Wagner hits Knight with an underhook slam. Chumper kicked Wagner, gave Knight a fairytale ending and picked up the pinfall win. And we have your new NXT champion, or should I say Bukaki NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa defeats LA Knight, Pete Dunne, Von Wagner via pinfall in under eight minutes for another short match pretty much. And we get Ciampa posing with Goldie in front of the stage. So what did you think of this main event, dude? Was it underwhelming by your standards? Yes, by NXT
3: standards, it was very underwhelming. Um, these, these are the kind of matches that are, that are going to make or break the new NXT. This is where it should have got like a, at least 12 to 15, 16 minutes. And uh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It just, uh, this needed to be better um, if this show is going to make it. And, and for the long run, um, I'm happy Chiampa won it. I think that was good for the uh, the fans. I think that's kind of like to give some like hope to the guys that have been there a while. Like, all right, it's not just the young guys. Let's give it to an old guy that's been here a while uh, that you're, you're still, we're still with you guys too. You're not all going to be gone. You're not all put to the wayside. Uh, so that was that was good. Um, I'm surprised they gave it to him. Actually, I thought I thought it was for Pete Dunn.
2: Oh man, screw you, Pod Bean, you pricks.
3: Yeah, mid mid sentence too.
2: Couldn't even give a countdown. Yeah. They were kicking us off. Bad Amber were freaking right at the end. Jesus. Anyway, forget that even happened. Continue what you said.
3: All right. <laughs> But looking back on that uh, the whole night, now that we recapped it with each other, I've seen it coming that Ciampa was going to win the title with all the segments he had, looking at the belt like it was a lover. He put the belt on a pedestal. Yeah. Prior prior to the show, I thought Pete Dunn was going to win. I thought they'd been doing more with him. He just signed the contract extension, too. Him and Ridge Holland uh, are together. But maybe they're going to go for the tag belts now instead. Yeah. LA Knight, I would have liked to see have it too, but no, he got done dirty tonight. I I think he's probably going to the uh, main roster soon.
2: I hope you're right, but he's going to be a jobber on the main roster. I don't know, dude. I just don't see – I don't know what to think. He's a great talker. Uh, I really don't know what to expect when it comes to that. I mean, personally, I felt this show was very – what's the word? I mean, not put right. There was way too many matches, first of all, the, and not just many matches, but too many matches that were just... look, like I don't think I've seen one event that's had that many kind of short matches. I mean, really? I mean, how many fucking matches went under five minutes, dude? Well, they had to introduce a lot of new characters, so I understand
3: why they wanted you to see everybody. And want you to know who the big deals were gonna be.
2: Now uh, I the, understand. Sorry, that main event, you?
3: that main of ev- uh, that this main event, which technically wasn't the main event, should have been double the time though.
2: Yeah, definitely should have been game. double the time.
3: And cut cut like six minutes out of the wedding too, and give that a couple more matches too, and the show would have been a ton better.
2: hey I guess you're right, dude. I guess you're right. But That's still, it. man, this is the fucking. This is. This is Bruce and Vince for you dude. All I know is Triple H must be absolutely pissed. Maybe Triple H is going to be all the lead after all. Maybe Triple H is going to divorce Stephanie. Imagine that.
3: <laughs> this show is better for the WWE uh program. It's going to feed more people for their style. I totally understand why they did it now and it's uh it's going to work out in the long term better for the company. If the show
2: sticks well a lot stuck by the looks of things let's just hope that fucking, uh triple h gets some sort of freaking control back with this thing i highly doubt it yeah i don't think but so i think his his chance is done so then what happens with fucking hunter man like what happens for him i mean shit. uh more behind the scenes stuff he can still
3: like um, they, are they still gonna try to do like an nxt australia NXT Japan, he's probably he could still be doing that kind of stuff. Is NXT UK sticking around? Are they folding it? There's a lot of other stuff business wise he could be doing.
2: I guess it's well, well, yeah, forget the expansions. That's down the fucking toilet, bro. That was a triple H thing
3: only because of COVID. They still might try, AEW might have (laughs) prevented that from happening.
2: Nah, I think it's done and dusted, dude. This was Triple H's vision all along, you know what I mean? I just don't think, I just, yeah, I just don't see it happening, bro.
3: How it is now is how Vince McMahon always wanted it to be. I think Triple H sold Vince McMahon that he could take over all the indies. Then once AEW beat that, Vince is like, ah, you failed, buddy. So now we're going back to the way we always wanted it.
2: Wait, wait, flip it. Kev, I've got some breaking news, dude. What's that? Well, I don't know what to think, but uh, and, and don't quote me because I don't know how true this shit is. This is uh D. My my missus pointing this out. Apparently, there's talk of an NXT kids show. Um, well, if it's
3: like 10 a.m., it's like a recap kids' show, that's fine. They used to have that when we were kids too.
2: Remember like right. LiveWire like Live and uh That wasn't so much a kid's show, though, LiveWire, man.
3: It was like 9, it was 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings.
2: But you know what? You'd get some shoot calls, dude. You'd get people calling in. There was all sorts of cool shit happening on LiveWire. This right here sounds like Saturday Morning Slam. Do you remember that from a few years ago? I know the name. I never watched it. That'll help grow the audience. Not like we got to watch it. Right. Well, get this right. I want to say something about Saturday Morning Slam before we, we end it, right? But I watched the show. That show was booked very strong, I swear to you. Like, you had some good main events. But get this. It was rated G. Try watching professional wrestling rated G. We did when we were kids, you know? Like the, no, 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 the- no, 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 no. Now, no. trust me, we didn't. I'll tell you why. Because they would edit every fucking move. Like, say, so if there was, a, like, a kick to the uh. face, edit it if there was a f- i'm telling you dude watch a saturday morning slam show just for a shitting wow. giggle, dude everything was edited it was impossible to watch man unless That's it was an irish whip me. into the ropes everything was legitly just edited so if we get an nxt kids <laughs> kiss his goodbye man i mean at the end of the day it must have been kids that splashed everything why don't they oh, just welcome. bring
3: back like, uh, well, they have kids stuff now, but not like that. They have like the Scooby-Doo f- with John Cena and like the Miz cartoon
2: and stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, how about fucking we get fucking Scooby-Doo with fucking uh, LA Knight? He could be Shaggy. <laughs> I mean, LA Knight's either, either going to talk
3: himself into the main event or talk himself into the 24-7 comedy division. It's good. There's no...
2: <laughs> TikTok. It's, it's fucking ticking, bro. But um yeah, I don't know how true that is. Don't quote me. This is my missus trying to point this shit out.
3: Now, that will be good for the product. It's not something we got to watch, but that's how you, you get the product to grow. You got to get the kids hooked.
2: Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, like I said, I, I don't I don't know if I believe it because she's the one that's like pointing it out to me. So, until I see it, don't quote me, but if it's true, it'd be fucking funny, bro.
3: They should have a WWE, like, PG show on TV on Saturday mornings now. I don't even know if they do. They should. That's what got me well, hooked. We've I already got a
2: PG. To... Well, yeah, well, but not... we've already got a PG show on Monday nights and Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit.
3: Yeah, know. No, they ready? want to grow their audience, so they got to cook the kids, so the kids aren't going to be watching late at night, especially now with Monday Night Football on. Have a Saturday morning show for them and a Sunday morning
2: well, I don't know about you, Kev, but uh, when, when I was growing up as a kid, right, I was watching Saturday Night's Main Event and the pay-per-views.
3: <laughs> we would like WF
2: Primetime and Superstars. And- yeah, I used to love those shows, man, and Wrestling they Challenge. Yep. Remember all that shit, man? I used to love Superstars of Wrestling, though. Bobby, Brain Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, they were awesome to go. Oh, man, they were freaking awesome, man. But see – I don't know, dude. I, like I said, don't quote me. It's probably, probably bullshit, but I just find it funny if it's true, you know what I mean? But it's probably not. Like it, I said, do not quote me. I hope,
3: I hope. It's not a show for us, but it's a show that will help the company. It's true.
2: I don't know, dude. But before we go, man, I wanted you to touch on fucking – you went to a, like a signing, right, in Pennsylvania? Oh, we let talk few- about the wedding oh shit we didn't i did you're right let me get back to that i forgot all about that because here i am busy freaking talking about the main event per se but we've got the real main event and you're right yeah, that's my yeah. bad blame podbean for that because that really threw me off but we get a music video montage <laughs> that um that that aired of the indie Harwell and dexter lumis love story he's cheesy as shit personally but anyway we get Pa- what's what's that name Pasha Bell's cannon in D started playing as wrestlers were making their entrance in the ring and the wedding was all set the ring was filled with wrestlers and Dexter Loomis Indie Hartwell was led to the ring by her dad Johnny Gargano Jesus Christ <laughs> the preacher told everyone that they may be seated apparently Loomis's name is Dexter Gaylord Loomis <laughs> That's pretty meet- funny. A ton of people are offended by that online though. It was a meet the parents reference. Come on, yeah, people.
3: Fucking there was no hell. There's no gay joke there. That, you know, there was no, no one said anything derogatory,
2: intended to be derogatory. About the, the fucking TV. hell. What's more offensive? Gay Lord Fucker or fucking Gay Lord Loomis?
3: They just wanted something
2: surprising.
3: It wasn't it didn't have nothing to do with like being like anti gay. It had nothing to do with that people.
2: Oh, man, knowing WB, I wouldn't put it past him. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we get the priest conducting the ceremony. Gagano was acting goofy as usual. Gagano asked Yuri if he brought the rings. Yuri said, we're in the ring, silly. <laughs> yeah. That was dumb, but I chuckled. <laughs> that was so dumb, really. I chuckled, anyway. though. I, I, I admit I chuckled. <laughs> Eichmann Gyro then slowly do you know what a gyro is yeah it's a hoagie no a, a real well yeah you're right but but, a, but it's also a fucking greek delicacy dude yeah it's, awesome. it's got like lamb. Right. yeah exactly that's the gyro yeah that's or right chicken for that matter tzatziki but anyway sauce. Tzatziki. tzatziki sauce there's plenty yeah. of tzatziki sauce all over nxt that's for sure but anyway <laughs> <laughs> it, we get Eichmann, Jaro, then slowly took off his jacket to show that he had the rings in there. Joro did this in a wholesome but mildly sexual way. <laughs> God damn it. All we needed was freaking Shawn Michaels coming out the sexy boy, and they would have topped it off. <laughs> anyway, the priest asked if there were any objections. People raised their hands, but they put them down after Dexter showed them an axe.
4: <laughs> that was kind of
2: That's funny, That's funny, but it really has fucking Vince written all over this. The priest priest asked Indy to share her veils. Harwell said Loomis is misunderstood. He said people see him as a creep. Well, she ain't wrong. Anyway, but she sees him as a cuddly teddy bear. So he's a creep, but he's a cuddly teddy bear. Okay. Harwell said she finds it sweet that she follows her every move. She said, "People call him a freak," and she says, "Damn right, he's a freak." But you know what she means by that, right? Yeah. The anyway,
3: crowd on freak, they got into it. Yeah.
2: She said, "Dex is my freak." Indy was about to reveal Dex is sneaking into her bedroom at night at the Gargano home, but Loomis <laughs> motioned for her to be quiet. Hartwell then said, "Loomis never loses a staring contest." You think? Hartwell <laughs> said he understands her, and she understands him. Hartwell said she loves Indy. Said she loves Indy? Hartwell says she loves Indy. Okay. <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. The priest asked Loomis for his vows. Loomis gave a simple thumbs up. Somewhere out there, Orange Cassidy shed a tear. The priest started to berate Loomis for not putting effort into the vows. Loomis left the priest lying with a kata kajame. The crowd chanted, and shout out to Taz for that, the crowd chanted for Damien Priest, but Gargano asked Regal to conduct the wedding. Regal didn't want to do it, so Beth Phoenix gets in the ring instead and said that she expected something like to happen, so she ordained as a minister last night. Beth Phoenix then asked if it was time to cut to the chase. Then Andre Chase got up and tried to cut a promo, but he was dragged to his feet or to his seat, sorry odyssey jones beth phoenix handled the i do portion of the ceremony indy says i do loomis didn't say anything beth assumed it was a yes loomis put his hand on best mike and said i do <laughs> this popped everyone especially theory best phoenix pronounced indian dexter as husband and wife indian dexter kissed and he held her in his arms to end the segment then we get Brom Baker, I mean Brom Breaker, Brom Breaker Sorry, congratulated Tomasa Champa backstage. Champa congratulated Breaker. They shook hands, but started grunting at each other to signal tension, or is that sexual tension? We'll never know. The show, and then the show closes. So, uh, to say this was an interesting NXT 2.0, to say the least, dude. I mean. I don't know what to fuck it. I still don't know what to think this. Honestly, the wedding was probably the best part of the show.
3: I enjoyed a lot of the show. Like I told you, then the wedding, uh, it was very corny and cheesy, but I liked it way more than I should have cut out like four to five minutes out of it. You know, and then like, I, I, I would have thought it was great. It might've been the best wrestling wedding. That's not saying much though. That's ever been on TV. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of funny parts, too. I cracked up at Austin Theory. Johnny Gargano's overacting was actually good here. When the whole crowd put their hand up saying who who should not be wed, that was hilarious, too. Uh, then he showed the axe, which is cheesy, but I, I laughed at that, too. Uh, I didn't like that he choked out the, uh, the, uh, the priest. That was a little too much of jumping the shark for me, uh, even though the whole shark was jumped. I, I know it's, it sounds absurd to <laughs> say that. It uh, is,
2: dude.
3: Yeah, Jeez. that was a little too much. Because then, like, even William Regal's like smiling. Isn't that cute? We just choked out a a priest, like a man of God. <laughs> you know, it's a little <laughs> a little too far. It was funny man. that Beth happened to. I mean, we, every movie does the same thing where a movie and the a cast member got ordained, and they they do the wedding too. So we can't make fun of WWE That every movie in Hollywood does that same trope. You know oh,
2: right but this is fucking professional wrestling man we can't use that excuse all the time i mean come on
3: no this is sports entertainment
2: <laughs> oh sorry that's right it's my bad everyone corrects me now every time we talk WWE. it is sports entertainment just not really I that wish, entertaining at times i wish
3: that i didn't like this segment but i did it was entertaining um i guess i'm just sold that wrestling's fake but still tried I prefer it when they pretend it's not fake.
2: <laughs> well, that makes two of us, but it just shows how your expectations have been lowered, Kev. I'm sorry to say.
3: Yes. Um, it was better quality. There was better
2: quality than they usually write, though, in general. <laughs> look, I need to rewatch this. I'm, I need to look at this again and just look at it from a – I can't judge it, man. I mean, it is distracting seeing this new set and new paint and new bukkakis everywhere. But um, I don't know, man. I'll I'll tune in next week, obviously. We'll we'll cover the show again. But I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm left sort of puzzled, confused, sort of pissed off. It was... Because to me, the show was kind of a mess, man. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. Like, I just Aren't felt you like.
3: Intrigued? Aren't you intrigued now? Isn't the most you've thought about NXT, you know? is well, the most like, what's next uh, in a long time? Minus the, the main events always. It's been a lot of, minus the top like four or five guys, the main events and Legato de Fantasma. It's like a boring kind of show to right. see. This is different. Absolutely. It's unique at least lately, like two years ago, NXT was the best thing in all of wrestling, but like all WWE products, they, they, it ends up sucking and becoming the same thing. And at least this is different. It's intriguing. It wasn't boring. You know, it's uh yeah.
2: good start. Like star. I said, it's good too many matches were too short and there was just too many matches for the sake of having too many matches and introducing everyone. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I'll give it a chance still, but if this shit starts getting hard to watch, I ain't gonna lie, it's gonna get hard to fucking even cover this damn show. I we'll see, we'll see. Uh, it
3: was the first? Uh, I liked the first episode. It wasn't perfect, like I said, but I'm looking forward to the next one. But like I said too, like if uh, Von Wagner won that belt, I was done. They're, they're like they're one one misstep away from me not liking it, you know i'm not i'm not in love with it i i I like it and want to see what happens next but that could change very quickly
2: absolutely man i mean before we go is any other things we need to touch on kev is anything you wanted to say before we go no
3: it's actually we're actually kind of late i gotta get to the gym still grocery shopping and uh get back in time for
2: dynamite tonight (laughs) absolutely man i think i need to get some sleep but then again i shouldn't because we got dynamite tonight so (laughs) In saying that, and I've got two Dynamite shows to cover tonight, as a matter of fact, so, hey, man, no sleep for the fucking week, bro. (laughs) You know know what I mean? I'm going to keep on going. But in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Kevin Sexy Time Panetta, and you've been listening to the Tuesday Night. I don't have a clue yet what this show is going to be called right here. Uh,
3: I still like to say instead of AW Dark, it's NXT Bright.
2: Well, it was
3: I'll definitely the recap, right. Though, but that's what the, they should call the
2: show in general. NXT Bright 2.0. 2.0. In saying that, please like and subscribe at the PWC network.podbean.com Also, please like and subscribe at hittingthemarks.com. Also, give a like to the PW Hustle. And you can find me tonight on Light the Fuse on the Hameen Media Network. So, uh, yeah, man, it's a big night for me tonight, man. But before we go, Kev, get your shit in, bro. I don't have much shit to get in, but you can follow me on all social media:
3: uh-huh. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, at Panetta Sexy Time. Uh, I do a lot. I post a lot of funny shit, a lot of inappropriate stuff. So be prepared; it's not for the kiddies. Do a lot of wrestling talk on Twitter. Uh, but, yeah, feel free to follow me. And if I didn't follow you back, just say where you saw me from uh, from this podcast, and I'll definitely follow anybody back. And I do respond to everything. Uh, but it was a pleasure. I love wrestling. Uh, looking forward to the next NXT. And a good show, guys. Thanks for thanks for listening.
2: Absolutely. So in saying that, catch us for the next fucking ride, which is a PwC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PwC Network and HiddenTheMarks.com. Peace. News.